0: Coaches, welcome to episode 158 of the Championship Vision Podcast. Today we have Coach Mark Hart. Mark Hart is the Patriot High School Head Boys Basketball Coach from 2015 to the present. <clears throat> he was also at South Hills High School from 2012 to 2015 and Baldwin Park High School Head Coach from 2001 to 2012. Patriot High School is in Jerupa Valley, California. Coach Hart was a traditional coach running the flex and pack defense from 2001 to 2008. He went to the dribble-drive motion in 2008 to 2016 and had much success turning around Baldwin Park from 2008 to 2012 to one of the winningest teams in the San Gabriel Valley. The 2010 Baldwin Park team was historic. It went 24-5 and 5 and made it to the CIF quarterfinals in Division 2A. During that season, Coach Hart was awarded the CIF Coach of the Year Award and San Gabriel Valley Tribune Coach of the Year and coached the All-Star Game in California. That team still holds the record for most wins in a season with 24. Since becoming the head coach at Patriot High School in Jerupa Valley, California, Coach Hart has built a strong program based upon great shooting and stingy zone defense. In 2018-19, the Warriors compiled a great season, going 23-8 and making it to the quarterfinals, of the CIF Division 4A. That was a school record for most wins in a season and the first time the team had made it that far in 10 years. This past season, they followed it up with a 16-12 and season and had the first back-to-back winning season in over eight years. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Coach Hart created System Basketball Zoom clinics with the help from System coaches. Bob Belf, moderator of the Run and Gun Yahoo group, Matt Peterson, assistant coach of Pacific University, and Roger DiCarlo, head coach of San Marcos Girls Team. The system basketball Zoom clinics would not be success without having the experts supporting this as well, such as Doug Porter, Dr. George Barber, Gary Smith, Dave Arsenal Jr., Keith Mondello, Keith Parsons, Andrea Bertini, Justin Lunt, and Lauren Glenn. It's going to be a really cool podcast here in a sense. I've, I've always had a lot of, I have an affinity for these system coaches, um, and I'm still learning the system and so forth. And I love to kind of just pick the brains of these guys to see why they're doing it. I always think it's very unique because it's a unique system that these guys are doing. So Mark's going to really share with us uh, about how he's going to uh, put this in and implement this system this year into his program at Patriot High School. So let's welcome Mark Hart. Welcome to the podcast. We got uh, Coach Mark Hart, uh, California boy. California coaches in every week, man. Um, Thank
1: you, Coach. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, I already gave your introduction a little bit earlier and so forth. And, um, hey, um, I really want you to kind of talk about, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself on how you grew up in the game and how the game has kind of led you to what you're doing right now
1: um well i grew up in southern california in the laverne laverne area uh went to bonita high school and was around some legendary um high school coaches and learned from some of the best um and some legendary players in California in the area I grew up, such as Tracy Murray and Casey Jacobson um, and coaches like Mike LaDuke and Gary Prestesator, who's Gary Prestesator retired. He gave me my first job. I went to the Rival High School and how I got into coaching was kind of ironic. I was no more as a baseball player, but I played basketball as well and I walked on San Dimas's campus to be the JV uh, golf coach. And the coach saw me and said, hey, do you coach basketball? And I said, no, I, I don't yet. Um, I played it. I played against you at the rival school, Benita, um, where he was at, at San Dimas. And he says, well, would you like to coach? I'm all sure. So that's kind of how I got into coaching, but I've been around youth sports, played sports, my whole life. So that's kind of how I got into high school basketball coaching.
0: Yeah. It's funny how you, you know, I, I've speak to a lot of coach. I mean, all the great coaches in California, I just, um, uh, you know, the other day, uh, of course I spoke to Brad Smith from Oregon and so forth. A lot of these great coaches, they, um, Kevin Kiernan, you know, uh, from the uh, Los Angeles modern area, day. modern day, uh, yep. they always you guys are so funny coaches it's funny how coaches get into the game A lot of these great coaches um, did not go in there thinking you know what I'm gonna be a girls or boys basketball coach A lot of times they're just all- around athletes who just find that niche of teaching the game and so forth. Is that pretty much what happened?
1: Yeah and then until I became a varsity coach and just concentrated <laughs> on basketball I've coached. My players and everybody will hear this and laugh. But um I've coached badminton, I've coached tennis, I've coached <laughs> baseball, I've coached golf. So I've kinda kinda coached it all. Um until I became a varsity basketball coach and the time restraints of that kinda makes you focus on on just being a, a head program coach and and you don't have much time to do other other coaching.
0: Yeah, so, and um and I think a lot of coaches, the the basketball to me is the most Uh, creative sport. I mean, there's a lot of, you can do a lot of things as a coach to kind of build your program, kind of really more than football. Football, you have like 100 coaches out there. I mean, uh, baseball, kind of of hands-off, you know, you better have some good pitchers and you know, you better, you still got to teach the skills, but basketball, man, it's hands-on. You got to really coach it up. Uh, Tell me some great mentors along the way. You already mentioned one coach. Who are some guys that kind of had an influence on kind of how you like to coach.
1: Um, at the, I mean, at the high school level, I mentioned Gary Um, He was a big mentor. Um, guys that have a big influence on me growing up and changing my – or getting me into my philosophy <laughs> is uh, Vance Wahlberg. Sure. Um, being from California, home of Dribble Drive. So, yeah. So um, I know I'm down here in Southern California – Um, I started running that in like 2008 before, before the guy named John Calipari dubbed it dribble drive motion. Um, no one really knew what it was. So we were running it a little bit before everybody else. And, um, I mean, guys that I like coaches that play fast and play up tempo, um, fell in love with Shaka Smart at VCU, his style of play. Um and growing up, and we'll probably get to this, um growing up in the La- Laverne area, I had a chance to watch uh University of Redlands play um with Coach Gary Smith.
2: Yeah. We've sure. had on a
1: previous um known as the system defense guru. Um so um he had an influence and then also um Paul Westhead from Loyal Marymount. Uh growing up playing high school basketball in the LMU days um those are those are kind of some of the influences
0: yeah it's funny how a lot of coaches uh paul westhead to most of the coaches i talked to paul westhead's a big influence i i think he's underrated as a coach i know you know he coaches in the nba and all that but i think he's really underrated as a teacher man he creates – i think a lot of people run something very similar to the lmu break right
1: yeah i mean yeah and then Also, um, as I've grown, uh, Mike D'Antoni, he's been, he was ahead of his time of, and everybody I believe in the NBA is running some form of his, his, uh, 21 pistol offense that he runs, um, that he made famous with the Suns. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those are all great guys. And, um, Really, kind of talk to me now. Uh, this this pandemic has been kind of, it's kind of been a game changer for you, right? Because you're now changing, up, you're changing up on me now, Mark. You're, yeah. I mean, because I I read about you. You know, you're kind of a flex pack line guy, and you're changing up. You're going all out system. Why the change yeah. now during the? Yeah, I went,
1: I mean, the just a little quick. I was flex, then I went to dribble drive, and then the last three three years pretty much the last three to five years out at Patriot. um, When I got the job out there, I still wanted to play dribble drive and get out there and and do that, but just didn't have the number of players that I would like to play that style of basketball. So we started running a little bit more read and react and um, Dana Altman, Brad Underwood spread offense. Yeah. And, and started to employ last, Last three years, a one, one, three matchup Amoeba zone. Um, okay. You we were running. Um, and was fortunate to get a kid in my second season at Patriot. That's best player I've ever coached and realized that to play the style I was going to play. I'd have to leave him off the floor. And I didn't really want to do that. Um, he's the only player I've ever had play all four years for me, um, in 20, 20 years of coaching. Um, at the varsity level. So um, we, we switched it up to that. And now to answer your question about why we're going to go to the system is my state of the program is we got a bunch of kids that are hardworking that are about five foot eight to six foot two <laughs> and got a lot of shooters. Um, not, not any height, no height. Um, and just feel, we've been in second place in our league for the last three years and the team in our league has won something like 30 over 30 consecutive league games. And they've just kind of dominated the league. And some of the things that we're looking at is we looked at it, asked kids questions Well, what are we good at? They're like shooting. Um, what are we going to, what are, what are you guys concerned about? Rebounding. And um, so I've studied the system for about 10 years and I've just been too chicken to fully do it. Um, When I was at Baldwin park and we were running dribble drive, I remember talking to coach Smith, coach Porter about going to it. And just was too chicken. And I think now I'm at a stage where I got a bunch of hardworking kids and state of things and how things are. I don't think kids really want to just be a part anymore of a team. and and hold that role i think they feel that if they're going to come to practice every day and work hard they should be given the opportunity to participate in a game and i'm doing it trying to get more participation try to keep the winning that we've been doing but that's kind of where my mindset is is it's it's participation but i think it also is a correct fit for the program it's not just something gimmicky or anything that I want to try that a lot of people believe that the system is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a smart move and it, it looked like, I I hope this is not negative, but it looks like you're losing your top two scores.
1: Is that correct? I'm losing probably coach 90% of our offense. <laughs> um, yep, it's so perfect setup for you. <laughs> where we, yeah, we've won 39 games in the last two years. So um, it's not something where, where I think a lot of people that you've probably interviewed or talked to about the system, where they think they're doing it as a desperation move, right, um, or trying to get more life in their basketball program, um, I, I just think it's something that our kids will enjoy, um, and just think it's the correct, correct, correct way to move. I mean, I'll, I'll know, I'll know, um, because I've become. Somewhat close with all those guys, the system college coaches, and they're um, all waiting to see my first box score, trying to hold me accountable to it. Because I think (laughs) you, coach, tried running at that time, and and everybody seems to pull the plug on it, or when when things go sour on it. So,
0: yeah, that's a great point, coach. And we we don't have a lot of numbers. See, we have we have good players. I don't have a lot of numbers, so. I wouldn't say I run a modified cuz I don't run 5 in 5 out but we we are trying to get quick shots and we're pressing all over the court. So I would say I'm kind of I'm a system coach but it's not a five I don't have 15 players I can run in and out. So I think everybody's a little bit different with that. I don't think there's one particular way. I know Doug would probably, Doug would probably disagree with me, but I think you yeah. can still be system without going 5 in 5 out.
1: Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't, the, the purists would not consider that system. And, you know, that. um, <laughs> but I don't know, honestly, if there is high school teams running per se pure system, um, cause they'll have kids double shifting. Um, and they'll be like, I got to keep my guy out there. And, and some of those things that you know are the, the criticisms and the negatives that people uh, perceive that they are, um, the the one school I know that did it really well, um, and he's come on and talked to me on some of the system things that I'm doing, um, is Roger Holmes from Marina High School. He was okay. the coach there. He's now retired, and he's a athletic director at Fountain Valley. Um, has lots of records. Um, they made 29 threes in a game, and and at the time set the national record. I believe it was something. Don't have the exact number. Over 400 threes in a season. Um, and Coach A, Coach Arsenal, was on, on one of the clinics that I'm running, and gave the man the ultimate compliment. Was lots of call, lots of high schools and even colleges will send me in the system. The coaches Holmes teams were one of the few that I would actually watch. Okay. Because they did it at a phenomenal level. Um, so. Um, he's been a great resource to me too so as as i'm doing the introductory phases of of hopefully after we get through this pandemic of doing the install so that's that's what we're trying to get to um my kids my kids have been introduced to it uh we've been doing some zoom sessions watching game film um putting in the system goals they know what they are we're shooting we're doing a challenge at that thing and kind of put it online and people have kind of heard about it is I put a three-point challenge in about five weeks ago. Okay. challenge so challenged my to shoot 103 uh, for five days a week, and it's an honor system, and we have a Google spreadsheet set up, and they have to go record their scores each day. And then, on social media, on our, on our Instagram and Twitter um, <clears throat> accounts for the school, I post who the winner is. And it's kind of kind of built some camaraderie with them and and stuff like that so those are some of the things through the pandemic that we're still trying we're still trying to get them to to work on their game and I think all coaches are trying to find ideas to to try to keep the kids motivated and keep their life structured as much as can be yeah I
0: love that was that. I, that was my next question was what are you doing now during this pandemic um, Uh, We have, I might add, actually, that's a good idea. Not all our kids have baskets, so it's kind of one of those tough things. So I have a variety of activities and challenges that we're doing, but I I love that. Um, Hey, what do you guys, we just got a notice here in Georgia, June 8th, we can condition with our team only in the weight room, which is kind of, I don't get it because I think the court is more spaced out and. We can do basketball. We can't have a ball. We're very limited, but at least we can get with our teams twenty, no more than 20. What are you all doing there in uh, California?
1: We, we haven't – on the high school side <clears throat> of things, we haven't been given any notice of how they're going to proceed or when they're going to proceed. I just know at the moment we're not allowed to be on our campus at minimum until June 19th. So the school district is gotcha. yeah. Uh, shut till June 19th. Um, we're, out, we're out in Riverside County, but it's, it's, it's weird because it's out there that we have the CAA conference out here in California in college. So it's a, mainly a Division II conference that has said they're postponing fall sports. But then you got the GSAC conference, which is mainly NAIA schools, that are saying that they're planning on having students come in in fall and have fall sports. And ironically, there's a school in Sandinas, the college, and a school in Pomona that are in the two separate conferences. And the drive is probably 10 minutes from each other. One saying yeah. yes, and one, the other one's saying that. So with, with what's going on, no one really knows. Um, it's too early, I think. And, and, and people, some people are making quick decisions on dates, and some people are holding off until they get more uh, data.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of indecision. Um, and I don't want to get into the political matters of that, but um, I, I would like to see, you know, I mean, nope. I would love to see the federal government step up. And, and I know they're trying, but they're allowing the states to make their own decision, which I, I don't think is wrong. But I think when you got counties next to each other, each making different decisions, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure about that. So, um, uh, but you know everything, everything's political, right, Mark? Uh, that's just the way it is. <laughs> to, um, yeah.
2: um, yeah.
0: Hey, I want. Hey, you've had some great people on your Zoom clinics. Uh, first of all, great job on those clinics, um, Bob Bilf, Matt Peterson, Roger De Carlo. Roger's been on mine. Doug's been on mine. George, Gary. Uh, I haven't had Dave Arsenal Jr. yet. Keith Mondello, Keith Parsons, uh, Andrea Bertini, Justin Lunt, Lauren Glenn, all great experts on the system. Take something yeah. from
1: each person that you've learned. Yeah. Or, or just take something that you've learned. <laughs> oh, geez. That's like four podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coach, that's like five podcasts. So, um, uh, uh, Coach Barber's energy um, and his passion <laughs> Um, kind of resonates with me. Uh, taking that we're going to take and employ his music that he plays um, and his Pete, Pete Carroll approach of compete every day, make it fun, um, let the kids pick their playlists, um, and shoot the, ball, yeah. Yeah. shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. Coach Barber's been great. Coach Barber's been great. Um, Coach Smith, just his knowledge and – so willing to give um i'm i'm doing I've, I've expanded a little bit so i'm not doing all system um teams so i've had some traditional coaches on as well uh yeah i had he's coach right. ryan yeah. McCarthy last night amoeba zone so um and coach smith was there coach smith's a retired coach and things that learned from him is he's, is you're never you're you're never too old to learn um and he's, he's sitting in the Zooms, listening to almost every speaker every night that I do. Um, whether he's presenting, um, he's he is great for the system yeah. community and, and coaching in general. Um, coach Porter,
2: uh, mm-hmm. the
1: Mal Rushmore on the woman's side, I would say, uh, the originator of Tiger Ball. Um, he'll be coming on again next week, um, Coach, and for people that are just kind of learning about system, it'll be a good one. Cause he's going to go to some like system one oh one next week. Um, just teaching and his attention to detail. Uh, um, Bob Belf, a lot of the credit goes to him. Um, the moderator of mm-hmm. running gun, uh, Yahoo group that he started years ago with coach arsenal. Um, kind of, it all got started with, we were in a chat room and I said, well, why don't we take this to zoom? And then we spent about, we had the free Zoom yeah. account where we dropped off every 40 minutes. Next thing you know, we're on the phones together for about three and a half, four hours. So the ironic thing about system basketball is we're trying to teach everybody to shoot the ball in 12 seconds and do these things quick. But if you ever ask these guys a question, it takes them about <laughs> five minutes to answer it. It's awesome. Uh, it's not system like and then our system, the Zooms, go longer than a system practice. System <laughs> sure. They're supposed to be short. Yeah. But we just love talking basketball. And I just think right now it's giving people something to look forward to with what we're going on. Um, it ranges from 30 to 50. And then last night we blew up and had 100. Yeah. So, yeah. For Coach McCarthy. So it's just been awesome to, to build all these connections. We've had coaches all the way, as far as I know, um, we had last couple nights, I had a coach from Germany, um, attending, attending the clinics. So, um, it's, it's reached across, across the ocean, man. So, um, it's resonating. And as you know, I didn't realize system basketball was as popular, um, and, it's just growing and growing and growing. And, it, and my, my goal with all this, as I've told the guys, is mainly with your studies of it, too, I, I think you'll agree that it's usually older coaches that run the system that have, that have um, been at their school for a while and they needed a change up Sure, and they're pretty secure at their job and they're not worried about <laughs> things. There's not too many young people just saying, hey, let's run the system. Um, You got Coach Lunt up at Pacific University, Coach Peterson, who we dub as our um, system analytical guy. Um, Whenever we need something statistically figured out, Matt's the guy. Um, And he's speaking Saturday (laughs) night on ball screens, so he's really good. A young young assistant up at Pacific. He's coached under um, Mike DeGeorge at Rhodes. He got his start from doug at all of that so he's been around yeah and i
0: love yeah yeah and I, you, all that's those guys point. what's interesting uh, what i love and why i do my podcast is i like to take bits and pieces from people just like i'm um, i'll take something from you and add it to my program but i have a basic philosophy that i like um don't you don't you agree though that's key i i think I think I think your great coaches steal all the time we're great thieves but we apply it to what we like and what how we can apply it to our program
1: yeah so like as a young <clears throat> coach I attended everything um, I, I was known as the guy that stood that set up at the Nike Ve- Vegas clinics with my video <laughs> camera where right. I allowed you to record those clinics Back in the day, and I was in my garage the other day and saw that I had all these VHS tapes.
0: That's uh, awesome! Uh, yeah, you probably still recorded.
1: <laughs> and and when you're young, when you're young, my advice would be is try to learn, 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 learn from them. And then when you get, then you get to a point where you kind of have a style and a philosophy of how you would like to play. So then you try to to study coaches that have similar philosophies and try to steal one or two things from, from each coach. Um, there isn't much origination. Um, there is, I'm, I'm, I named a few of the innovators. Um, obviously coach arsenal is the main innovator. Um, of, I've dubbed it. I've dubbed, I've dubbed the Grinnell as mover blocker on steroids because of the screening actions and how fast you're trying to shoot threes. So you kind of have screeners and you have guys that are moving, trying to get shots. So that's, people have laughed at me. I said, it's mover blocker on steroids. I figured if, if Calipari can say dribble drive motion was Princeton on steroids, I'd come. Yeah.
0: And I want you to talk about now, first of all, talk about, you know, the first thing always is, um, you know, what are your, what are your goals? And I, I think at the high school level, Um, Our goals are pretty standard for the high school level. We're trying to get 70 shots, 30 plus threes. Uh, We're trying to force 25 turnovers. Uh, We're trying to get plus 10 uh, shot differential.
2: Hey, this is NBA skills coach Drew Hanlon of Pure Sweat Basketball, and I'd love to help you get game results this season. Check out a free trial
0: of my Pure Sweat training app on the Google Play and App Store today.
2: Hello, this is Craig Reed, owner and CEO of Corny Board Aids. We specialize in providing coaching aids and equipment for the basketball coach. We are also home of the Corny Board, the original sideline coaching board. I want to recommend Championship Vision Podcast. It is a great way to get insights into what other great coaches and leaders do in their programs. Kevin Furtado brings a great tool to coaches with this podcast. Thanks, Coach Furtado.
0: Um, what are you, what are you, what are your goals? What are your goals? You can have Mark.
1: Well, we're going to, we're going to take the 20% rule that I learned from the coaches. So okay. we're going to try to do 80, 80 shots, forty threes, 35% right. offensive rebounds, uh, force the other team into 25 turnovers. Okay. And then plus 15. Yeah. Um, For shooting differential, yeah, that's that's what we've that's what we've labeled it. Yeah, and we're um,
0: yeah, I I hear you. All these high school coaches now, (laughs) and I think we can get
1: that because we have a shot clock. We have a shot clock here in California. Gotcha. So I don't have to deal with the stall ball.
0: What is your shot? What is your shot? Yeah, go ahead, Mark. What is your shot clock? What's the
1: problem? It it is
0: thirty-five. That's pretty
1: cool, man. i I'm jealous. we've had it people don't realize we're one of the. we've had it since let's see i graduated in 93 and i believe i played in it every year that i played high school so i believe it was since 1989 that California's had the shot law. it just amazes me that they can't make that um just voted on across the nation i know it's yeah. brought to the table every year um but it's financial, whatever they say that is. Um,
0: yeah, it's like the pandemic. I mean, you can yeah, almost it relate it to the pandemic. Every state's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but uh, but tell me, really, with the shot clock, are you seeing more sets? Obviously, you're not going to see as much continuity, right? With that, or is it is it you better run a quick set? Um, I mean, the patient yeah. teams are lost.
1: You still you're seeing you're seeing a lot of five out. Um, <laughs> used to have a, a rule first team to 50 wins. We used to joke here in California. Uh, we called it, I called it half Lawler's law. If you're a, if anybody's a Clipper fan, the famous yeah broadcaster, Ralph Lawler, um, right. He would say first team to a hundred wins. And if you don't know who he is, he's has guy that yells <laughs> bingo on three pointers. So, um, he's, he's no longer there, there. He just retired. So, um, But we used to say first team to 50 wins. Nowadays, and they're not system teams. They're playing 60s and 70s. And then you had the great Chino Hills team here a few years ago with Lonzo Ball and his brothers, where they were playing in the 80s and 90s. So, I mean, it's out here. It helps. Um, I can see it probably the bad thing about the shot clock is There's upset still, but it still probably favors the team with the most talent because it's harder to stall it or or be more creative to keep the score down or or to neutralize the athleticism on the court. There are ways, but I think the shot clock I don't know why people won't have it. It's it gets kids prepared for the next level. And to me, yeah, and
0: I, I think the argument against that is teams that, like you just said, teams that are inferior to talent. Like, you know, hey, this is our only avenue is to ball control it. Um, and I think there's a lot of people out there that you know don't have great players, and that, that's that's the argument against it. Say, so, you know, we we don't. But a lot of times, you know, I've seen a lot of ball control teams that are not very good. They're not going to control it against a, a really superior team. But um, so I think there's a good argument. Uh, for the teams that are not as talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, tell, let's go into your offensive system now. Um, it sounds like you've learned a lot about different ways to attack. So you give me the uh, the Mark Hart uh, offensive system now you're going to put in.
1: Uh, that's. I'm not positive which way I'm gonna go. Yeah, um, with the dribble drive background, with, with the dribble drive background, I mean, I like Grenell. Um, without giving away why I wouldn't want to run it, it's just right. I'm not sure we're gonna be able to hit our three point numbers with with now how how everybody employs the three point shot, whether your system or not. I think teams try to take that away is one of their defensive strategies. So. I have to figure out how, what one we're going to run. I mean, we're looking at all the different avenues. Uh, Coach Barber's five out. Uh, the Grinnell mm-hmm. double staggered, that's the traditional. And then you got uh, Doug's version. And now you got even um, Pacific University that is probably, if you ask them, they're probably not true system. Um, but they're considered it to an extent because they're putting up the numbers and they're, and they're doing a lot of the things. They're subbing five in, five out. But they run a nice ball screen, um, one, which is prevalent in today's game. And everybody seems to be putting some sort of ball screen actions in. Um, so not, not positive. We're looking at all of them, and I, I can't really tell you. Um, we might be using a little bit of each. We might have right. a main, main transition break. But like on referee handles, like referee handles and stuff, we may be using like the Grinnell as a play. We might not be using it as our total offense. Um, but we might be using a play. Um, I'm still trying to go over that. The, the defense is what what is the key for us, is we're going we're to be doing on, off, and stay. So yeah, um, <clears throat> the typicals. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's what separates – that's what separates mm-hmm. I think when you look at system, is the defense. Everybody believes it's all offense. And that's the one, one of the things I'm starting to learn is, is the defense is so important for you to get your, get your pluses, get your turnovers and get your stuff to get your numbers. Um, it's everybody believes it's just offense. It's
0: yeah, I agree with you. And actually it's funny. You mentioned uh, uh, coach McCarthy, we run his system. So, we're uh, it's a little varied, but we run as you know we will, we go two two one, but we go back into what we call the buzz defense. It's a two one two. We're, I mean we're we're consistently yep. trapping all over. Now familiar. we finally have the numbers marked to do it. Oh, yeah. uh, but you're right though because you definitely create your tempo through your defense and so forth. And we're, and we're just we're just looking for quick shots. I mean it's not very complicated with us. <laughs>
1: We have we have a coach that runs the buzz here in California, uh, Coach 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 May at Vanguard.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely sure want to get. It. At, yeah, for sure. I definitely want to get he's his contact. If you have him, I don't know if you have it, um, but I definitely want to talk. That'd be great, Coach. Because I, I love. To you. Or you can get him on your Zoomcast, man. You're the, you're the you're you're the Zoom man now, so
1: yeah that's that's the funny part is is everybody's like oh that's right zoom dude or system and and it's just amazing there's so many going on um i don't know if he's going to or not uh kevin but um one of the guys from the group all of a sudden i got an email about two weeks ago now from a reporter from the washington post and he interviewed me for about 30 minutes he's thinking he's he was interested in the system and all this stuff and started talking to me. He's like, Oh, I understand that you got this group and this fit private Facebook page and you got 118 members. Can you tell me more about all this stuff? And I'm like, you must know, you know, quite a bit. Like I haven't looked at it today. Yeah, for sure. How many members are in the group? Um, um, But I'm hoping that that kind of goes out there because what 1% schools run the system um i mean people will tell you you know this they'll tell you they run the system and then you go watch or watch video or you look at their box score and you go no no yeah yeah (laughs) not the system um my eyes it's the subbing aspect but you gotta have the subbing to an extent but i think you gotta have formula goals and you're trying to hit your numbers and that's whatever you're trying to do with the pace to hit those numbers that's what system basketball is. Cause Paul Westhead didn't sub one in one out and he was the first person to ever use the word, the system. So. Um,
0: the guru go, the no guru doubt. Go. Oh, get so, Talk about some of the possible complications. Cause I know, and this is the criticism I get. We shoot a lot of threes and my head of school, who's a basketball guy, he loves what we do, but he criticized, Hey coach, you take too many threes. And I tell him, And I give him the stats. I say, all right, I'm going to take a look at my mid-range, which is lower than my three-point. And you can't argue with that. (laughs) I mean, so, but he's, you know, he comes from a different, this comes from a different era that, hey, we got to go, the you know, move the ball mid-range, you know. But I understand that, but you're going to get criticism, right?
1: Oh, yeah, you're going to get criticism about, you're going to get criticism whether you play system or you play traditional. You're going to get right. criticized that you only play seven guys. You're going to get criticized that now the criticisms are going to be you play too many guys. So no, you not, exactly. Way, how you win. <laughs> so um, um, with, those, with those criticisms, it's, it's – he, he's not getting enough players out because he only plays seven or eight to begin with. So why should they work hard? And now now maybe the criticisms will be and the st- tough things to get over things is, coach is planning on playing everybody, so why do I need to work as hard? That's, that's the one that goes in my head. Is, and I've talked to people, is what do you do when you're planning on playing every kid that suits? Because that's the system. But they don't want to work hard. Now you have that, that sure. coaching disciplinary decisions to make. So... On how you're going to handle those situations. So, those are some of the things that, which is awesome at the system Zoom clinics. Is we have a featured speaker and we have a topic, but then we start getting into great roundtable Q and A's, where you got these, where you got these guys and, and high school coaches that have ran it, and they're giving you valuable insight. So that's what's huge to me. It feels like I'm coming in, really understanding it more than I already did. Um, Obviously, I had the book, have the videos, but I'm learning the criticisms, the what you're going to hear when, the, what what's going to happen right, when right. things don't go well, um, and it kind of prepares your brain for it. That um, I always joke. I mean, um, I mean, we had some players. On, we had, we had a great one. We had past college players come on and field questions from coaches. I joked and they all laughed. I'm like, who would come to a Zoom clinic and have past players and have them discuss the flex of offense <laughs> and how great it is? I don't think you'd have coaches attend that. <laughs> but it was different. I don't think that's ever been done where we had players taking questions on what you like what did you like about the system, what did you dislike about the system? What were the how did you handle the negative of of the outside of your locker room? Um, because it, it's ironic and coach Barber and these guys will tell you is it, it breeds participation right. and sportsmanship, but they're like the evil empire. When they go on the road, everybody shows up and they all want to beat them because they, they refer to it as, as coach Smith used to say, <laughs> come to town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, or, or you know I mean street ball playground ball undisciplined uh, which is yeah exactly um, hey talk about your defense coach um, you know I told you what you know we like to do and uh, we'll we're, we're basically we run everything from almost a two two guard front even though we will run uh, Ryan's uh, amoeba too or we'll come up with a one guard front but it's basically an extended two, three zone. So we run everything out of, but we, we change it up a little bit. What are you guys doing?
1: So prior to the system, we were doing, we were doing it out of the one, one, three with the one guard front. But if teams kind of did some things to us, we, we would go to more of a traditional two, three or even match up or, or morph it into a one, two, two matchup. Um, so not only Ryan was an influence on that, the, um, okay, coach sure. Flannery, Eric Flannery, um, a USA guy, um, has a good video on it as well and a coach. And of course, forgot to mention this guy. Um, uh, Mike Dunlap's been an influence on defense overall and, um, back when he was Metro.
0: Yeah. Back yeah. When he
1: was Metro coach, um, just recently was the loyal Marymount. Yeah. Mike Dunlap.
0: Yeah. He's, um, um, oh, he's great. Oh, he's one, one of the best. Ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, how are you extending it? Are Are you a uh, uh, what What kind of press do you run back into it?
1: Um, we would, we would run uh, okay bird press when we were doing it. Um, we didn't press a lot because of only right. Seven so, guys what's left. your
0: plans? So
1: we pressed on need or. Going to sound bad. We pressed on need, right? Or if we thought we were way better, sure, and wanted the game to be faster,
0: sure. And that are you going to carry that to what you're going to be doing now in the system?
1: See, I have it in my back pocket. Um, Doug Porter will tell you a two guard press, <laughs> it's a waste of your time. Um, I learned that on one of the clinics, and I'm like, oh, yeah, funny, for right sure, me and Walberg press guys. So, um, it's the way I, um, he just says it's a good press, Mark, but you're not going to generate the possessions and the speed that you need. Um, I know Pacific University is, they have Wahlberg influence, but they also do the other presses. So I did, I, I think you need to teach what I'm hearing is the most aggressive press and then you can peel off from there. Um, I got to build the habits of, I got to teach the kids the stuff they don't know. I got to build the, right. the more aggressiveness in it. Um, and getting over the hurdle in my brain, which is one of the biggest criticisms besides the three pointers, is you give up too many layups. Um, and that's, that's my, that's my, my mental. And if you come on any of the zooms, which I hope you soon coach, um, they're, they're, I'm, I'm, I'm biased, but I think they're really good. So, um, and you'll learn, like you said, you'll learn, you'll learn something. Um, I mean, I do have a big speaker. I don't really do it for big speakers. We're fortunate to have Coach oh, okay. come on on Saturday.
2: Oh, okay, so, great.
1: Tomorrow. Coach Neighbors is coming on at 1 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow. Um, he was supposed to do one earlier, but, but um, he had the baby the day he was supposed to come on. He was all ready to go from the hospital like an hour, hour and a half before, but then he had to cancel. Uh, do so you run understandable? Yeah. So you had a new, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you run it student
0: usually student. at the same time and so forth? Um, or do you change up times? How do you run it?
1: So, so, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturdays <laughs> are so usually five okay. Pacific time. Now we do, we do do a really interesting one that is, I, I find it, it's my favorite one of the night um call it system coaches social film breakdown so fortunate enough usually to get one of the coaches from the programs to show up that night and they come in and we watch um a game so we've had coach barber coach porter and this friday night we're doing pacific university so tonight at six so friday nights i do 6 p.m pacific so i know people ask it's because i work in I'm working so still right now. So I don't get home. So I, I need to do I can't do the zooms and stuff right. like everybody else does during the day. So I do I only do like one a night. And so on that we sit there and we play a game from Synergy or YouTube and we'll pause it and stop it and you can ask the coach and the program questions. Like coach, they're doing this against you. It's like you're getting your own personalized attention. And that's the one thing coaches have noticed is, and I know a lot of coaches are like this, but the system coaches in general Mm -hmm. seem to be the most giving I've ever heard of. Like, it's like, this is what we do. I don't care if you know what we do, you got it. This is how we play. We, we don't, we make adjustments, but not, we're not scouting too much. This is how we play. And we focus on five goals. That's kind of their mentality. But I think that one's awesome. Um, That's my favorite night of the week. Um, And we're trying. I don't know if we'll eventually get the high school teams doing it. I don't know if people want people critiquing their own team. But um, um, right now it's just been we've had um, Coach Glenn, Coach Porter doing all of that night. We had Barber do a Greenville night. We had Coach Arsenal Jr. do a Grinnell night. We had Bob Belf do his team at St. Mary of the Woods. And now tonight we have Pacific. So, um, we've done that, that one for about. Five, yeah, that's a great weeks.
0: feature. Yeah, I love that. Um,
1: and that's twenty. It's it's only it's only been having about twenty on that one, but that's just like individual attention and, and it's it's a good time. There's a lot of storytelling and and, and good and good. Good ribbon between the system coaches and joking with each other. So, it's, yeah, and I know
0: you're going to share with us, you know, how to get the links and all that kind of in a second here, but uh, talk about your, what have you learned practice planning wise? Um, give us some things that I know right now you're kind of in the thinking stage. Uh, you haven't implemented anything, but what, what have you gotten from on the practice stage? Because that's always the key to putting in your system. I think you got to be able to, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead.
1: That- that's a big question, like, on, uh, from most coaches that come on. Um, some are different. Um, like, Coach Bertini is different than Coach Porter or Coach Smith or Coach Barber. Coach Bertini is a little bit different. Um, but pretty much they have an offense. Okay. Pretty much they put their offense in a week. Like, for about five, six practices. They don't get into any defense. You don't do any defense. You don't want your team pressing you and making confusion early. You want to build the habits of playing with pace is what I'm hearing. And, of course, the shooting aspect. You're shooting every day. Um, that 100 threes that I talked about, reason why I implemented that, is that's a staple of every coach's program is they basically start right. their practice off shooting. Um, if you're going to emphasize making half your shots from threes, Not not maybe. Yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. That'd be great if I made 20 (laughs) out of 40. Um, If I made 20 out of 40, I'm gonna probably be fairly successful. So, um, but shooting, and then pretty much picking one thing, having an emphasis of the day, and that's what you teach, and you just get really good at things. I mean, Coach Smith and Coach Porter's book go into that. I mean the, the things the bible for system coaches i mean it's unreal how that resource um but that's and then the defensive then you have a defense and then when you get in season what they're kind of saying is and i'm struggling with this with high school because some weeks you play four games in five days and you, and you don't have a set schedule kind of like college does or right where your games are a little bit spaced out you're cramming all these games in in 10 weeks 12 weeks um, so they have, they have certain days, like they have a hard day, like where they're doing their transition and they have like a defensive day. Once they get, once everything's installed, they kind of just have certain days of the week when they're in see- in season, what they're concentrating on. And obviously the practices are shorter.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, um,
1: they're about, yeah, an hour yeah. And 30 minutes, hour and 15 yeah. minutes, stuff like that is what I'm hearing. Yeah. And, uh, less is more. Less is more, keep, and, and then want them to keep wanting more. Or, and, um, less is, less is more for them, is what, is what Coach Arsenal say. And, and, and have them wanting more when you head in practice. Like, you don't want to drag it out. You want them to feel excited when they leave and want
2: more than
0: Yeah. It's so true. And that, um, and the system book, because I actually have it right here in front of me. Talk about a detailed. There's very few books you can get, Mark. <laughs> this does.
2: <laughs> well, no, no problem, problem at all. Um, I'm sorry. I, I
0: agree with the system book because there's very few manuals out mm-hmm. there that will have a complete detailed system of every phase that you need. This is one of the best books I think has ever written about the game. Um, any book. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: um, correct. I mean, in a, in any-
0: hey, this is NBA skills coach Drew Hanlon of Pure Sweat Basketball, and I've been working hard to build an online basketball school to help players and coaches. I'd love for you to check it out at PuresweatBasketball.com.
2: Hello, my name is Rory Hamilton. I'm the head girls basketball coach at Norman North High School in Norman, Oklahoma. If you're looking for top notch basketball coaching instruction and help, Look no further than the Championship Vision podcast with Coach Kevin Furtado. You can listen about our five keys to success at Norman North Girls Basketball along with many other podcasts at championshipvision.org or listen on Spotify at Championship Vision. Happy hooping.
0: You learn a lot, for sure. a uh,
1: lot. Like, I mean, what is it, 30 shooting drills in there? I mean, the shooting drills, you can you can employ with any system. Like, um, so, um, well, I'm still Not at all. I,
0: we're talking about the book. Um, and, you know, I mean, the offensive rebounding drills, I mean, I, I use, I don't use everything from the book, but it really has, just, just like you said, mm-hmm. it's the Bible of the system. And But really, like you said, any coach can take some of the drills out particularly if you're a fast break coach.
1: Correct. Um, Yes. I mean, I, I, I'm on my third copy. So I've had the book since it came out and I haven't really ran the system. That's how long I've been. been (laughs) looking at running the system. I've been a member of the running gun Yahoo group since 2010. So was when I first signed up to Bob Belf's group. So we're in 2020 now. And now I've decided that I'm finally <laughs> gonna do it. Ten years took a decade. Um, I've always wanted to do it. I started to put it in and then yanked it. It's because, like I said, chicken. And I'm sure that's a common thing you've heard from other people.
0: Yeah, chickens. it's fear. Yeah.
1: Because you were afraid of you were afraid that you didn't have enough guys, you were afraid that it wouldn't be perceived well. I mean, and and obviously the book goes over the book has a short little chapter on all those criticisms. And I mentioned it to Bob Belf the other day. I'm like, hey, why don't we do a Zoom on the criticisms? He's all, Mark, that, that would take like seven different Zooms. We can take one topic and go through it. Yeah, the hour. yeah. <laughs> um, and that, I mean, and what's nice is um, here, in the, here we got some um, high school guys coming up in June. Um, and, and, and it was great because I'm getting feedback. What do you want to hear? What do you want to do? and I'm getting people wanting to speak and asking me to come speak. And it's, it's awesome. And I'm trying to create, once this is all done with the pandemic is, is we have now a nice little network of a support group of system coaches. So like throughout the season, we can all reach out to each other and chat about, Hey, I'm going through this. Have you experienced this right now? What are you doing? And it's just, to find people that run something that 1% do and they're so giving and open to tell you it is amazing. Yeah. And
0: that, that, you're right about that. And to be honest with you, we should do more of that. Not just for system coaches. We should do more of that. Uh, that's why I developed a podcast where I can contact. I mean, I can contact Brad Smith out of Oregon city and ask him, Hey coach, take a look at this huddle tape. And he would get back to me. We need to do more of that. Right as coaches, we need to.
1: And yep, I have that. I have that right now, and I know. Speaking Morgan I had Coach Gelsdorf who you were on. I had Coach yeah. Gelsdorf on a few weeks ago as well. So yeah. he's been on. He's been on one of the zooms, <laughs> and he's become a. He's been on some of my private zooms that people don't know about, and that guy is. is just a basketball yeah. junkie. Um, I mean, if you want to learn dribble drive motion, he's one of the best out there too. So, um, and he's been on. He's he's all over the place. He was doing Puerto Rico from his house, but he was doing a webinar in Puerto Rico. So I mean, I'm there. He's like he's like coach. Just tell me when and where I'm there. He's like he's unbelievable. Yeah, and
0: that's I mean I I think that I think the share I think the one thing the pandemic has done on a plus side is coaches have really kind of gotten out. I mean the Zoom clinics the the whatever the pods. I mean I think we're sharing more than ever now we have, what do we do now with the information that we have? Right. That's the key. <laughs>
1: that's too much. So if we're not prepared or if we, if we don't know how to handle a certain situation, Oh my, I, I think, I think you're right. I'm that's when, when you asked me, which offense. <laughs> Three days ago, I tell you I was running Grinnell. That's right. Two days later, after I hear an next speaker, I'm running the Pacific ball screen. Um, and that's the problem with all this stuff: is everything sounds so good. Then you got to step back and 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 analyze. Okay, now these are my players. I don't have Pacific boxer players. Right. I don't have Grinnell players. I don't have this, or I don't have that. And then you got to go. Okay. And that's what you're thinking, learning about what makes I think the system rock great. Is there's so many different ways that people have ran it offensively, but the staple is the on press most people are true and loyal to the defense so when people are coming on and asking them asking the questions on well what about extending an amoeba or the Wahlberg putting in doing that because i'm not i'm too nervous about giving up the layups and they're gonna basically they're gonna be they're gonna explain that you can try it but you're not going to get the pace that you need to get your numbers. And and I believe correct me if I'm wrong coach if you hit those numbers all five of them you're winning about 95%. You
0: are. Yeah, and and to be honest with you if you're I mean definitely the shots. I mean there are very few times we've gotten 70 shots and and um that you know we have lost and so forth. Now, one thing you have to be prepared for is, you know, there's times where we've gone you know, like three or four for 30 from the three-point line. And the hardest thing is, you know they're going to go home and say, man, why do you guys keep shooting the three? And I keep telling them to keep shoot, keep shooting it. That is, to me, the toughest thing you have to deal with.
1: Uh, yeah, and that's one of the things that I'm going through right now and determining it because Grinnell has a professional yeah. shooter method. and all of that and the others are kind of more open and let everybody shoot it type of situation. And I know I have better shooters than others. And I don't think I'm not so sure. I want all five guys on the court having free reign. That's a great point. Yeah. um, That's, that's the, that's where I'm (laughs) looking at. And I think you could still teach it a barber's way on offense and, and just really emphasize your kids hey, here's our 100 shooting that we're doing. These guys are on the top of the list. We should be really looking for them. If you happen to be, if they don't end up taking it and you're wide open, shoot it. If not, let's really concentrate on on doing something to get those guys the touches. Because I honestly think if you're getting the 43s, but you got the wrong guy shooting it, you're probably not going to win. They don't ever talk about percentages and stuff. Some people go, well, what if you shoot that? You're going to lose. What if you shoot bad playing uh, flex and pack line? You're yeah, probably going to lose. for sure. Yeah. So, so it's it's correlation depending on – don't matter what style of ball you play. I think the biggest skill any kid could ever have is shoot. I've never heard a coach ever say, I have too many shooters.
0: Yeah, or enough – and that's what I want to ask you here in my last question is – we all know at the high school level, and I coach girls, if you're going to win, you better have girls that can handle with either hand, shoot with either hand, the ability to have, you know, shoot long, shoot short, and finish. So that's what we work on, but it takes time. It's not that easy. And, and what are you, you going to do with your feeder program? Because we think the feeder program is the most important.
1: Feeder meaning JV and freshman? Pardon? Peter, meaning well, by JV, with, with
0: our team? school, small school, it's mid, it's I middle school. That. I mean, because we have a small single A school, so you know we have like eighth graders coming up; they're going to play varsity with us. So we don't have the JV; we have the big middle school, and we have our varsity team, which you know, we're a small school.
1: Okay, so I have I have three levels in my program. So I have a varsity team, a JV team, <laughs> right. and a freshman team. So what the what the initial thought is is the JV and the freshmen will learn the transition and the press. I probably will not require them to do the subbing because I'm not sure I'll have enough numbers there. And also, no assistance for that level, so it'll be hard to write out the shift chart and all that stuff. So, um, I'm trying to work that out. Um, But they're going to know that we want to get up and down the floor and press and play and to learn learn that learn it but i don't know if they're going to be they're going to be more right if you will they're not going to be full and i've all i've been told that's some advice from some of the guys that they said they would just do it at the varsity level and, and make the kids be hungry to want to play the way you play on varsity
0: right so you said you you're you're still the transition you're still trying to press or is it more of a half court are you playing the numbers game too with the goal
1: My lower levels, I mean, part, I mean, last year, my JV team did not play like my varsity team. So, so typically we all play the same way or at least have the same concepts, but they were, they were the small kids and, and they played in the seventies as a JV team. So they just got up and down and pressed already. They ran more that DDM and Wahlberg on the lower levels. Um, and I was more traditional slower because, um, this season we didn't have as much talent as I did the year before when we won 23 games. So we didn't want to have as many possessions. We wanted to keep the game closer or or not closer, but lower, lower it and make sure the two kids that led me in scoring touched the ball every time down the floor.
0: Yeah. 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 I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And I think coaches have to be really smart with their feeder team. I, I believe you, you, You don't have to run everything like the varsity and so forth, but you your language, your teaching has to be the same skill wise.
1: I mean, yeah, I think your terminology needs to be program wide. So yeah, program wide, and then and then your core drills. So like if they become a varsity player and come up, you're not having to reteach your drills and your language. Yes.
0: Yeah, so um, specifically, if you're, you're teaching middle school, you know, how middle school kids are, and I'm sure that you're probably one of those that you're probably connected to your middle school. So I'm sure. Are you hands on with your middle school?
1: Not as much as I would like to be. <laughs> I hear you. Um, that's something I'm <laughs> yeah. working on. Um, um, we've had, I mean, we've had, a, we've had some youth programs that are pretty good about, and they would run similar stuff to us, but they weren't exclusive to us. So, um, so that where the kids are all coming from a little bit, different right. areas um, or teams. So that's where. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear
0: you. I mean, it's not, it's not easy at the bigger schools. I know at a small school, it's actually a lot easier, but we don't have the numbers, but it's easier to connect with the yeah. kids. It's good. And, it's good and bad. Right. Coach. Uh, there's no. per Do
1: they do. California's different on how they determine what level okay. you play at. They don't go by school oh, okay. size anymore. They go by they go by how well you've done in the last few seasons. Wow. So they kind of gear it towards you got your open division, that's all the top teams and then you got division 1 which would be the next best all the way down to 6. So they're kind of lumping the lumping the teams together by by how they've played. So we were in division three this year. So we were, so there's 12 divisions. So we we're right smack in the middle and we're a, about a 2,300 student body campus. So, which is in California, probably right around the okay. average.
0: So yeah. literally Mark, you can literally, as a big school, you can tank it and lose <laughs> and try to get yeah. you. Yeah.
1: But you can also have, but there's, but there's small private schools here in California that have yeah. 100 kids. But they got transfers or they got some good kids on their program. Right. Two or three of them. And they only have 100 kids. But if they were playing at the lowest level, that would be Either. So they're playing in the open division levels. <laughs> so you got you got small school. You got some small schools. And then here in California, The publics and privates are all lumped into the same thing. We don't have separate divisions for. Yeah,
0: man, that makes a lot of sense to me because out here in Georgia, our small single A private schools, they're—I mean—they're unbelievable, particularly on the girls' side.
1: Well, that would be an interesting chat for you with the California series because some people hate it, some people love it, some believe that you should have your privates in one and your public. Right, right. Because the privates, privates have a little private schools have their advantages and the public schools have theirs and and each side of the coin there will tell you why the other one is better yeah. <laughs> or what advantages they have over yeah the
0: and that's we actually that's what we're doing this year we're actually separated now uh we're in a public school region and private schools will play it but you can still play them at a conference but for this um region and the state we're um we're separate uh which uh which is good because there's a lot of stuff that goes on I'll leave that alone. <laughs> um, maybe,
1: yeah, that, that'll, that's another political.
0: That, that is, that <laughs> is. Um, but um, I really appreciate you joining me on the uh, podcast, man. I'm, and I'm definitely going to tune in. I got to find out. I didn't know you actually had it that many days. I should pay attention more. Uh, but it sounds like you're doing a great job. Tell the coaches how yeah, they can so, get in tune to that.
1: Okay. Um, the website is system basketball.com and if they click on the system clinics link they can just fill out a form and then that gets them in the email list and get some invites okay to the clinics they can also follow us for the system zoom stuff um on twitter at system hoops and you can either send me a message or you can i think the the website link is right on the twitter okay on the twitter feed so it is so it is so And then, and and then if you're a Facebook, if you are a system basketball coach, we have a nice little Facebook group called just search system basketball coaches and it's all system talk in there for the most part, of has, has things for drills, ideas, conditioning practices, just a place for system coaches to talk. So, um, that's what we kind of got going on and it's just growing and getting a little bit better each week.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, now, do you have your own Twitter feed, or is this everything under the system?
1: Yeah, I, 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 have my own. I mean, I have my, I have, I have three. I mean, I have the system. Yeah. Own. My personal coaching Twitter is Coach Mark Hart, and that's Mark with the C. And then, the the school that I'm coaching at, Twitter is Patriot HS for high school hoops. H O O P S. Okay. So those are the three. Those are the three Twitters we got going on, and and hope hope to have some followers, and and hopefully Coach Furtado will come. I know he's a big system <laughs> proponent, and open. I've I've listened to all of them, Coach, and they've been really good. And it it's it started peeking my eyes up about more system ball um, from from your from your uh, championship vision. Oh, project.
0: okay. Well, hey, I'm honored so, that. I'm- you're doing a
1: you're doing an awesome job with them. So and I love that you're doing it with kind of the lesser known people and, and giving us a platform. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You. And you have taken it to another level, which is great. I love when coaches do that. And I wish you the best of luck. I'm really curious on and I'll keep in touch and how your system because because I'm curious on what is Mark gonna run on offense and defense. That's the key, right? <laughs>
1: yeah I mean so so I do have the last thing is I started a YouTube channel with the system basketball so what I'll have to do then coaches is, is put one of my t- one of my games yeah. up on the on the YouTube channel so yeah no doubt it, so <laughs> um,
0: all right sounds good all thank right, you coach. coach man I wish you the best thanks for joining me all right
1: all right, all thank right you, take coach, care for having me.
2: Hey, coaches, this is Brad Hilligas, content producer at Huddle for the NBA, NCAA Division I, and high school basketball. I'm a big fan of Coach Rotato's podcast, Championship Vision, because it connects coaches around the country that want to continue learning and growing our beloved game. The X's and O's, coaching philosophy, teaching principles, they're all here. And that's a mission that we're working on at Huddle as well. More than 160,000 teams, including the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate their performance with video. But our collection of online tools is much more than that. Mobile desktop apps, smart cameras, video editing, and data analytics software, the list goes on. But our goal is to help coaches like you teach the game in a modern way, whether that's connecting with your athletes, communicating your game plan, or looking to gain a competitive edge. If you want to see how Huddle can help your program, visit huddle.com. That's H-U-D-L.com to learn more. And of course, keep listening to the Championship Vision podcast to never stop learning. Huddle is the preferred video and analytics platform for over 6 million users and 150,000 teams worldwide. Huddle offers a complete performance platform including the most powerful and flexible tools for video analysis with online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras, analysts, and more. For more information on Huddle, check out hudl.com or at Huddle on Twitter and Instagram.
0: Hey, this is NBA skills coach
2: Drew Hanlon of Pure Sweat Basketball, and you are listening to the Championship Vision Podcast.